0: On today's episode of Down the Wire, we are getting closer and closer and closer to the NFL Draft, the 2022 Draft. So we need to continue our draft. Mock drafts? Redrafts? Redrafts! We're on 2020. Let's do it again. Also, we need to talk about other things in sports, like the championship game. NCAA basketball. All this and more coming at you down the wire.
2: Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. sports podcast down the wire. One
1: down the wire april 4th 2022 it is a beautiful day i it's not it's a shitty day here in madison uh but it's a good day for you guys to listen for to down the wire at least And it's good yeah. day for us to record it that it is Feeling that it be it feels good to like this feels like a break right now i have been fucking full sprint like the last four days it's been i get it crazy so oh yeah super super hype to just sit down and lay back and relax a little bit and
0: talk some sports
1: yeah exactly there's like this was like a sneaky underrated week in like news for sports so i think we're gonna get into a lot of good stuff today there's a lot of cool things that happened this last week and weekend Big days in sports coming up here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's talk about the big thing right here, right now, or I say the most present thing, and that's the NCAA finals are tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. Kansas, so, uh,
0: UNC. We'll know, but the champion when we drop this episode tomorrow. I I don't know how you are feeling, but it, it's got to be Kansas, right? Kansas is going to blow UNC out of the
1: water. I mean, they are. One of the best teams. They were the one seed for a reason. Um, But what this Hubert Davis team and uh, Caleb Love has just been playing out of his mind. And to be fair, I did have Marquette going to the Sweet 16, and the only team they lost to was UNC. So if they win it all, I'll feel pretty good about myself.
0: Wow, that's almost like the same thing, right?
1: I mean, basically... What we're saying is if Marquette didn't run into UNC, potentially could have beat every other team. <laughs> well, so I, I like, has I like, more wins than that. I like, really? I like UNC, man. They got Baycott and then uh, the guy who wears the, Armando Baycott, Caleb Love, and then they got the Corey Hart looking guy that's on the t- team with He's the right. slick, slick back with the headband. You know what I'm talking about? The big white guy? I can't remember his name look it up sure uh
0: honestly i i don't really care what happens tonight i all i'm happy about is that mike cheshevsky is out done
1: dude the duke players the duke players not shaking hands after what the fuck man man whatever who gives a shit
0: suck it up people. look look the uh these players are allowed to be upset they're allowed to have these frustrations. And the idea of the handshake after it, well, it's fine. Like, it's 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 an okay thing to have. But it just feels arbitrary. You don't, We don't need to have handshakes. Just, like, go about your day.
1: Well, Coach K stayed and shook all their hands. So it looks really rough for the players. That's all I'm saying.
0: Either yeah, everyone's got to
1: shake hands or no one's shaking hands.
0: Well, you know that's on Coach K for making them all look bad. Then. Well, let's him.
1: just pretend like Coach K wasn't trying to fuel his ego one last time before he was getting out. Hey of here, guys, so. it was a really great time.
0: Thanks. Uh, it's been a wonderful. Is that, is that your
1: Coach K or is that your George W? Like, what was that going? No, on George.
0: Together? George W has got to have a, a little more of a southern spin. See, it's a little too deep, though, for George W. I
1: don't know. Both Both, both of the games were ass-whoopings for the most part. Like, you kind of knew who was going to go in and win them at the end of it. Um, Except for... What are you talking about? That Duke-UNC game was great. Uh, yeah, well, Caleb love made a big shot, but I, I'm telling you, I was feeling the Duke loss the whole time. It was, it was coming. It, That's didn't why you it.
0: said Duke, you, you had Duke Villanova going into the championship game. I'm
1: saying watching the game. Or no, Duke,
0: Kansas. You had Duke, Kansas.
1: I'm saying watching the game is what I'm saying.
0: All right. I see what's
1: going on here. Backpedaling. It's cool. It's cool. I wasn't backpedaling. Was not backpedaling. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't care really either, I guess. So not a big I'm gonna deal. I'm going to say Kansas but...
0: by 15. Wow. That's a lot. Um, I'm, I'm not giving them any, any love. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. And then we get a, a nice, what is that, like, one of the lowest seeds to win the NCAA finals? It,
1: it's matched the lowest seeds uh, to ever get there. So, yes, would be. Nice. Nice. So I'm, I'm, I'll am i be happy to be wrong. Be am very story. Happy. Should we go into keep it in uh, basketball? Uh, keep okay. it in basketball. Yeah, there's been some NBA stuff going on, and by NBA stuff, I mean Joel Embiid compared to what Giannis and Jokic have been doing over the last like two weeks has been insane right now. Specifically, like ten games. Hold up, it, it's it's not
0: even Giannis and Jokic. It's it's Giannis's. Like Giannis is the undisputed MVP. And anyone that does dispute it is just doing it for narrative's sake. It, just to change it up, dude. It is I, bullshit what they are doing to Giannis right now in the MVP race.
1: Well, I'm going to say, if we're going off numbers, I think Jokic has to win it. I think he has to. Why? That's what I'm saying. He's averaging some crazy fucking numbers right now. As what? A six seed? Fuck that. Fuck I will, that! I will tell you right now, most valuable... And best, like most valuable player to a team is Giannis. It is. There's, there's not another team in basketball that needs, maybe the Lakers with LeBron, but that's how bad the Lakers would be. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, They're they're not even going to make the damn uh, playoffs. John Morant, even, I think they're 20 and two without him on the court or something like that. And he's in a conversation for it. Not that he's going to win it, but the stat right now, the stat lines right now in the NBA are just absolutely ridiculous. Um I think I sent you some MVP stuff uh yesterday when we were going over this stuff in a little mini-, mini meeting Jokic is averaging 27 14 and 8 on 58% shooting dude that's fucking nuts now meanwhile Giannis is averaging 30 12 and 6 on 55 so yeah. it, it, they're right neck and neck
0: uh Jokic is also uh, has played 2,400 minutes Giannis has played 2,100
1: minutes just saying tell me that's not a big thing Giannis is also a much better defender he's also Giannis is winning and uh like defensive player of the year no uh he's gonna be right up there he's gonna be a candidate for sure he yeah Giannis does have the lowest minutes per game of anyone and he leads the NBA in most 30 and 10 games as well, right now, as well. So there is a lot of information that backs up Giannis and Jokic's. I think Embiid 30, 12, and 4, I don't think gets it done anymore. Especially that the bucks passed him up on top of it in the seating right now. Yeah. I uh I think it's Jokic or Giannis right now. Well, here's another
0: thing that might help push that is that Jokic won it last year, and you know how the voters hate doubling down on the same MVP. They hate that. That's how you get, get Derek Rose. Well, uh, that is only because shit fell off the map on that one. Otherwise, I mean, that was Harden's to lose, no? Or was that uh, Westbrook's?
1: No, that was, uh, that was yeah, Well, West, Westbrook definitely had a triple-double year, I think, the first one, too. So that could have very well been an MVP year for him as well.
0: Uh, also, look, I mean, realistically, you could... Outside of maybe uh, dif- or um, six man of the year, you could give all the major you know w- awards to Giannis because of the fact that dude went out, practiced his free throw shooting like a goddamn god, and uh, has improved so incredibly. Out of he is shooting seventy two percent from free throws uh, out of seven hundred and thirty eight attempted, he has five hundred and thirty two made. Uh, could we have said that last year? I actually would love to see what his uh, percentage was last year because it wasn't at like 40, 48 or something like that.
1: It, he, was it was struggling, he was struggling until that last game. Uh, until that last game. Has Luka got a chance? 28, no. 9, and 9? No? no. No. I mean, it's, it's almost triple it's, double. It's not Jokic.
0: It's not Giannis. They, first of all, if you think Jokic doesn't have defense, what the fuck does Luka have? Correct. He's got jack shit. And again, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's me being biased. But, you know, seeing what Giannis does on both ends of the court is such a huge factor. And it it cannot be matched. If we're looking at it offensively, sure. Then it's Jokic. Nikola Jokic got him beat. But, I mean... What's the, the block differential? I just saw that. I had that uh, 63 blocks to 90 blocks for Giannis. And and that's just on that end of the field. Holy shit. In, in less time. In
1: less time. Of,
0: With of, substantial of less time.
1: Yes. I, I love what Giannis does. I love what he brings. They're the two most fun players to watch in the NBA. I can't deny that one for one bit. Giannis for his. Well, maybe Kevin Durant in there as well, too. Uh, I'll take Giannis because of the athletic freak nature that he is. And then Jokic for the exact opposite of the athletic freak nature looking thing that he looks like oh, out yeah. there. Dad, dad bod hall of fame, dude. I mean, it's just as a, as a fellow chunky kid growing up, like Jokic is it gives you hope. On, doesn't it? Yes. It just makes me feel so great about it sometimes and knew that what I was doing, I, I had a shot If I'd have worked harder, and I was six foot ten, I I had a shot.
0: (laughs) Could have done it, man. Could have been there.
1: Should we go? I'm gonna come into a small story. uh, Tiger Woods trying out, getting back into it, and might play at the Masters, which I know you don't care. But when when golf golf is better when Tiger's playing.
0: Sure, and this is. A big story. I get that. At the same point, why? Why is he trying to do this to himself, man? Dude just came back from a horrific car accident. Yeah. He, if he makes the cut, which is a big if, you are going to see potentially, I mean, potentially he could have some of the ugliest golfing you have ever seen by Tiger Woods.
1: Or it could just be Tiger Woods doing his thing. You never know. He won the Masters, what, like a couple years ago, right? Didn't he? Two? Uh, 2020? 2019, maybe? Because they didn't have one in 2020? He just won one.
0: I don't think so. I think you're wrong.
1: I'm going to – you're very wrong right now. Tiger Woods, Master win, 2019. What's up? Boom. All right. Look that up quick enough. I'm I'm excited to get him back out there. I think that yeah, I think that Giannis. Shit, I was just talking about it. I think Tiger Woods is the most entertaining golfer of all time. In fact, you, you know Brooks Kepka's making a run, but that's just because he's an asshole. And Tiger Woods is because you can
0: you could double down, you could double down on that and say that Tiger Woods is one of the most entertaining athletes of all time. I mean, you really could.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Good. There is really no one respect more how hard it is to hit a golf ball. once. You there it was,
0: a was no one more polarizing in their sport at a time. You know what I mean? Like, at least with someone like LeBron or uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, there are other dudes to talk about in that sport. And at, at one point, who the fuck else were you going to talk about outside of Tiger? Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean, even he, he even was the guy. Fucking, even in something so small as tennis, you had Federer and Nadal. You know what I mean? like Djokovic. Well, I mean, that was even later on, though. But I'm talking about, like, in the doldrums of fucking golf, you had Tiger Woods, and that was it. What, you Were you trying to compare Tiger Woods to Vijay Singh? No. Who gives a rat's ass about Vijay Singh? Uh, you know, it just is what it is. And Tiger Woods is is the man he is all four heads
1: of mount rushmore in the golf world oof shout out jack nicholas yeah well you I, know i'm hoping he gets back out there that'd be nice to see him should we get into how about we go to baseball real quick we'll lead it up with that let's do that brewers opening day thursday pumped excited and i Baseball's say "Baseball's back I sent you a power rankings just of the first 10 in MLB today uh, ranked by the MLB power rankings for uh, this is the last one before spring training ended. I'll read it back in descending order at number 10. We got the Padres, nine Giants, eight Braves, seven Astros, six Yankees, five Rays, four Brewers, three White Sox, two blue jays, one dodgers. What are your first reactions when you see this?
0: I would think this is fairly accurate. Um I might I I do kind of wonder where the twins are. I feel like the twins have a pretty solid team, especially with the way that they formatted themselves. Um in the Phillies too, dude. Phillies got fucking nuts this offseason. Yeah, that's my, probably another one. I could probably I, s- I, see it in there.
1: I I love I love the Philly take. I think that as well. They just but they just don't play any defense now. It's all bombs bombs away. But bombs I'm a in, plenty. I'm I'm thinking right now, um, they got the Brewers too high on this list.
0: Really, you think that?
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't. I also think that they might have the Yankees too high on this list. That,
0: I think the Yankees might be too high at, at number six. I, I also feel like the White Sox might be a little too high too.
1: I think the Braves at eight is just ridiculous. That team damn near got better, if not they stayed exactly the same, replacing Freddie Freeman with the same lefty bat of Matt Olson. Hmm. Mm. I am. I
0: can't. I can't agree with that. I can't agree I, with that. And I, I...
1: think that it's going to be as a bat, just as productive as Freddie Freeman. What about like the
0: heart of the team? Because I mean, Freddie Freeman is. They're going to get
1: Acuna yeah. back.
0: Yeah, but guess what? People like people talk about Acuna. Acuna
1: was their best player. Oh. Okay. And they lost him last year.
0: And by the best player. That totally stopped them from winning the World Series, yes? He
1: was the most yes athletic, most or talented no. baseball player the Braves had. The reason why the Braves won the World Series last year is because their bullpen decided that they weren't going to give up a single fucking run for the rest of the time they were in the playoffs. Mm, it wasn't mm, because mm. of anything else anyone else was doing out there. All right. Oh, and the then world they world. had... Eddie Rosario and Jorge Soler, both traded in the middle of the season, just pop up out of nowhere, get hot when they needed to. I
2: mean, that's, it, that's exactly DMVPs. how,
0: that's exactly how baseball works though. And you see that now uh, teams are hesitant to go out and get these free agents for the big contracts because they'd rather just see what they need at midseason.
1: Do you want to give me a quick. World Series prediction, maybe a hot take on the baseball season or something before we get into it. You know, this is I know I'm putting you on blast, putting you on the spot, but we didn't really do this, and uh, we got no more episodes until opening day. Next episode, opening day is here, baby.
0: I mean, I got to take the Dodgers. The Dodgers team is just so fucking stacked, it's unfair. And if I had to go with another squad uh i i mean i i hate to be as basic but the blue jay squad is ridiculous stacked i mean i teams mean they're stacked blue jays and dodgers as far as talent is concerned that is like the most talent on the individual uh uh divisions conferences divisions squads no no,
1: conference. leagues leagues AL, NL. Oh sure sure there you go nice
0: but isn't it the conference series once they get to the championship series oh fuck it is all right never mind
1: <laughs> i i like both those teams as well it's it's so basic though basically you know it's looking too at much po- blue to be honest as well that they're the exact same color scheme on top of it on different sides of the world hey blue jays got red Right. Dodgers get a little bit of red in there, too, when they do it on the numbers, too. You know what I mean? They'll they throw do? red on their Yeah, just a little I've bit. I've never seen that. Not in their logo, but they throw red on their uniforms for sure. It's the same type of thing. I don't know. I think the Brewers being at four is a little crazy. Are we really going to put the Astros down that far after losing Correa? I mean, I don't know. Yes. Where are the also, Red Sox on this list? Where are the Red Sox? They pick up Trevor good. Story. They're better than the Padres right now without Tatis. I think that's... Well, I I already replaced
0: the Padres with a couple of teams. I would sooner put the Twins up there, man. The Twins have a pretty decent lineup, all things considered.
1: Watch out for St. Louis, too. You know they're going to be fucking up there. Like... Nah. Nah. I'm telling you, watch out for them. They're going to be... Thirty-eight games behind with thirty-nine games left, and fucking make the playoffs. They do it every year. They lit. It's uncanny how often they do it. Happens way too much. I'll take. Uh, I'll. I'll do you one better. I'll take the Dodgers in the basic pick, but I'll help you out. I'm taking the White Sox. White Sox in the World Series over the. That would Blue make Jays. me very happy.
0: That would make me very happy.
1: I think that the Blue Jays are young. They're going to be winning a lot of World Series, but that playoff experience, you know, give the edge to the White Sox, who have had very terrible luck in the playoffs. They finally get over the hump this year. That's what I'm saying. Although that Kimbrel Pollock trade was really weird. And
0: that's why another reason why I bumped them down a little bit. But really, Kimbrel wasn't their closer. He was a... Uh, middle reliever. That's why they didn't really care so much and got rid of Well, them. They just
1: picked some... up Kendall Graveman from Houston as well. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they got some, uh, some solid names to back up
1: the rest of their roster. You know, it's going to be a fun season. I'm i uh, I'm planning on going to a lot of games. I, I want to go to a lot of games. At least I know for sure. I already bought tickets for a month from today, actually. Um, I, I don't know. Brewers Brewers win the division? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. like the team a lot. I do. Yeah. But... Brewers,
0: Brewers, Dodgers give me Phillies. And then on the other side, give me White Sox, uh, White Sox, Astros, and um, Blue Jays.
1: Mm. Is that basic yeah. bitch stuff right there? Kind of. But I will do I, I think that you picking Phillies is pretty bold over the Braves. Yeah, I'm taking the Phillies. Okay. Um I'm gonna take even more chalk picks than I think. I'm gonna go Dodgers, Brewers, Braves, Astros, White Sox, Blue Jays. All right. I like I like Boston to make a wild card spot, though. I if Trevor Story's playing second base and Xander Bogarts is still playing shortstop. Raphael Devers at third. Yeah, that team's nasty, man. Team's nasty. Should we go into draft talk time, or do you want to talk about some Hall of Fame stuff? Yeah, let's quickly get the Hall of Fame out of the way. We got two Hall of Fames we're talking about, remember? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. We're All right, we're, what are we? 23 minutes in. Sweet. We had two Hall of Fame inductees. Not just to one Hall of Fame, but to two different Hall of Fames.
0: Well, one's, one's an announcement, and one was an actual induction ceremony.
1: WrestleMania was this last weekend. As we all know, Dave does a lot of indie wrestling in his spare time as well. I got to say, I didn't watch all of WrestleMania, but my I did watch Logan Paul's match after you were telling me about it. And that, that guy's an athlete, man. That's all I had to say. He is an athlete. He was doing some crazy shit out there. Yeah, we shit on Logan
0: Paul, or the Paul brothers in general, a lot. And you know what? Rightfully so. But at this point, those two are entertainers. They know what the fuck they are doing and how to do it. And Logan Paul showed up for WrestleMania, man. And this, this happens every fucking year for WrestleMania. You get 11 months out of the year where WWE fans, wrestling fans, bitch about everything that WWE does. Yeah, Storyline-wise, roster move-wise, just a whole bunch of garbage. And then WrestleMania happens. They do some pretty solid shows, and someone's like... This is why WWE is the best wrestling in the world right now. Uh-huh. Just wait till next month when they start shitting on them all over again. It's that just Pat ridiculous.
1: Ma- the Pat McAfee match, uh, his spot with uh, on the turnbuckle was oh, yeah. nuts. That was yeah. nuts, dude. He was that solid, man. Off, then came back, jumped on the turnbuckle, and then did the suplex off of it. That Superflex. was a nuts spot. That was a <laughs> I- nuts spot.
0: Credit to Austin Theory, man. He he worked with them. And and another one, huge one, credit to Sammy Zayn, my boy working Johnny Knoxville, and made that dude who's, what, 50-something years old at this point?
1: It made him look good. He made Johnny Knoxville look very good. It was an entertaining show, is from what I heard. And the stuff I saw was actually pretty entertaining from WrestleMania standpoint. Hall of Fame inductees. Why don't you go over these? Save the big one for last.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so first of all there was the Warrior Award. That's like the wrestler or, or someone with tied to wrestling that uh does something big in that year uh, and they get credit for him. That they went to Shad Gaspar, formerly known as Shad from Crime Time. He passed away. I I think it was last year. It might have been 2 years ago. Um trying to save his son from uh the ocean he ended up drowning it was truly that. yeah truly just one of the most shocking things and uh, very very sad so he won the warrior award then you had the steiner brothers rick and scott steiner classic tag team those two sure. are fucking great and now scott uh,
1: steiner big roid guy big roid guy
0: uh-huh uh-huh 22 inch pythons dog and then um Uh, Rick Steiner, his son right now, Braun Breaker, uh, is one of the top dogs in NXT 2.0. Really? Um, Yeah. Uh, Finally, Vader gets in. Big Van Vader. Long. Too long. And it's truly unfortunate that he was not there to celebrate it because he passed away a couple years ago. And then Queen Charmel, Booker T's wife, got in. Sure. You know, whatever you needed some type of uh woman to be acknowledged and honestly she was a big part of those uh ruthless aggression
1: eras of well the- and she she was queen to king booker you know what i mean like it yeah. was she was there for a big a story king a booker he was he was wwe champion or uh for heavyweight 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 champion, champion. heavyweight mm-hmm. champion for a long time long time
0: yeah and then uh last but certainly not least the Undertaker goes in arguably one of the most storied careers in wrestling, let alone WWE. Um, I, I mean, what, what more can I say? People who don't know
1: wrestling know who the Undertaker is. He's got to be on speaking of the Mount Rushmores, he's WWE Mount Rushmore. He has to be on it. I mean,
0: pretty damn close. If not, And on everyone's, he's probably at least 85%, maybe 90 more.
1: Got to be right up there. Throw Hulk Hogan in there. Ugh. Uh, Stone Cold, maybe. Also made an appearance twice this week. Could be up there. The Rock. Watch his knees break in front of you. Does John Cena make that? Nah.
0: Nah. Nah. (sighs) Nah. I don't know. You got Ric Flair still missing from there. You got, uh, at this point, dude, Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar could pass up Hulk Hogan. I don't need him. Macho Man. Oh, hell, fuck. You got to give it to Macho Man. So many great personalities. You just like Macho Man because of the promos. No, Macho Man is just a better all-around wrestler than Hulk Hogan. And less racist, or at least
1: openly racist. It's a good tagline to get off to the next topic. Let's get into this. Uh, well, should we do this NFL news or do that when we come back? Yeah, wait till we come back. All right, we're going to go into this draft. It's Oh, no, no, 20- I thought
0: you were going to do uh, your other Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, that's right. We got the Basketball Hall of Fame. We, yeah, we have they, to do that. Yeah, announcements. Um Yes. A lot of people, I don't know, but... <laughs> Wrote down some highlights for us here. Basketball Hall of Fame. Some of the notable names we're looking at. Manu Ginobili, Tim Hardaway, Bobby Huggins, George Carl. Manu, obviously, probably the biggest name. Tim Hardaway, though, had a couple of respectful years in there uh, and was a beast for sure. But Manu Ginobili, what, five rings, four rings, I think. Actually, not five. Yeah, Only one of the guy. best six men of all time only guy I think I read to win a EuroLeague championship, a NBA championship, and a Olympic gold medal. Actually, he did it with Bill Bradley, who I've never heard of. But only two people in basketball history to ever do that. As you remember, that team that just sucked in 2004 and lost to Argentina, Monte Ginobili was... Pretty much the reason why. And that might be the highlight of his basketball career. Sure. Well, it could very well be. It was a big deal at the time. Yeah, yeah. Also, take down the U.S. to do it like that. Absolutely. It's got to be on his legacy for sure. Uh,
0: Also, shout out to former WWE. uh, WWE. God damn it. Now I'm doing what you did. WNBA champion. uh, Swing Cash is another recognizable name for the basketball community. Good for her.
1: South Carolina beat UConn yesterday, too, in the national championship game.
0: Uh, UConn, undefeated in the championship game, now finally loses. Or at least undefeated under Gino Ariema.
1: There you go. Big week for basketball. Manu's going to get in. Tim Hardaway's in. Everyone's going in, for sure. Chances Tim
0: Hardaway Jr. gets in.
1: The same odds that Bull Bull has of getting in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think... Oh, I don't know about that. I think it might even be less. That's <laughs> saying something.
1: It's a big week, big week in sports. There was a lot of good shit going on all around. That was just our, our highlights chick. of those highlights of the Hall of Fame that happened this week. Uh, all right, let's get now. Let's get into this redraft. Let's do it.
2: Redra- NFL redraft.
1: What do you think about that? That was beautiful. Loved it. I am looking through this right now for the first time, and I already have a way better game plan. This draft was stacked, absolutely stacked with some talent. 2020 is going to go down as a really good year for NFL draft. There's a lot of big names in this draft, already pro bowlers, all pros. Super Bowl appears and champions. I'm sure because of the teams they were drafted on, but not because they played a role. Um, yeah, let's get into it. I yeah, think you are that... taking the the
0: odds. You are taking the odds this week. I am taking the evens, and uh, we have delegated positions. Tweel, come lay down. Dang it! Uh, we have delegated the position work, and uh, I will now be writing these names down
1: because yeah, I just Tom can't do it. it.
2: I can't Tom do Tom can't I multitask.
1: Can't. He doesn't have the same level of ADD that I because I'm trying do. to focus so hard on drafting more quality names than you that I can't write down and then look and game plan either. Sure. I'm making a doing, draft board. You're doing fantastic. Way to go. First pick in this draft was originally Joe Burrow. And he's gonna stay there as well. Joe Burrow will be the first overall pick in this yeah. draft. He fits Cincinnati, the hometown kid. Got him to a Super Bowl. You're not upset at all that you took Joe Burrow first overall in this. No, draft, why should? You? If you're Cincinnati, and then to get that LSU connection with Jamar Chase just a year later, it was it was perfect plan for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, and the biggest turnaround, quickest turnaround, literally ever to a Super Bowl appearance.
0: Yeah, good for them. Joe Burrow was the right call every, uh, you know what, I won't even say every time because I think the number two guy is pretty, you'd be pretty happy if you got the number two guy, wouldn't you? Yeah, probably. Yeah, because my number two is going to be Justin Herbert. you would be insane not to take Justin Herbert here. Dude has so much potential. Originally, the the, uh, Washington football team, took Chase Young and again not a bad bad call in fact i i'm sure we're going to see him in the top 5 pick um but Justin Herbert is a goddamn monster that dude is going to be an mvp sometime
1: absolutely absolutely can see that i think that you you set me up very nicely for that because we are going to see Chase Young relatively quickly uh very next pick the detroit lions are taking Chase Young Chase Young already has been a stud. He had a little bit of a lull season, not too worried about it. I think teams are just honed in a little more on him. He's a beast, dude. Rookie of the year. Had a stellar season. And he, he got a little bit banged up, but I think he's a solid edge rusher. And if Detroit had something like that, they would be in a much better shape on the defensive side than they are right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, they originally took Jeff Akuda. How's that working
1: out for you? Yikes.
0: Um, uh, now we are on the New York football giants. Mm-hmm. They originally picked Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. Um, I, you know what? I think I feel pretty confident in sticking with the O-line, but we're going to go with Tristan Wirfs instead. Uh, dude get drafted a little bit later. I, I, I know it, it was relatively soon. I, was he a top 10 pick? He was 13th. 13th. Okay, so just outside of the top 10. But that uh, Tristan worst has been everything that you needed for uh for the O-line and I think having him here is not all that bad. And uh, I think the Giants would be happy to have an even more solid lineman than uh Andrew Thomas. Got to Oh shit. You didn't hear Covered it, it up pretty nice. I right, know, I was fast. Nice. Quick quick to that. Oh, Miami over.
1: Dolphins are up next. They originally took Tua Tagovailoa. Um might make an appearance late in this draft. I don't see it happening very, very anytime soon with the amount of talent that is here still on the board. They're going to take a offensive tackle at this point as well too. They're going to take Jedrick Wills from uh originally the Browns drafted him. And he's been a stud tackle. He was drafted 10th overall by the Browns. Hasn't made any Pro Bowl or all pro selections, but he's playing left tackle, right tackle, whenever he goes. Oh, that was, uh, yeah, Jedrick Wills was 10th. Okay, they was looking at two different guys, went 10 11. So I, I think Damn. he's been a stud right now, and he fits Miami the best. I don't think he's the best player necessarily available. I think for that position of need, And the value you can get at player, um, there's a guy that you could definitely say is a much better player overall. I think you'll probably take him. If you don't, I'll take him next.
0: Okay, I mean the pressure's on. Uh, So first five picks re uh, going go sorry reviewing them: Burrow, Herbert, Young, worfs, and Wills. Mm -hmm. Not a bad, not a bad start.
1: Now
0: no, this draft th- class is stacked. Told you. I, I, look, you're not going to hear me complain about this fucking class like we did like last uh, last week. Um, so now we're on to the Chargers. Originally taken Derek Brown, the defensive tackle, or Justin Herbert. Oh, sorry. I'm. I I sorry. My I read Carolina Panthers. That's my bad. Uh, yeah. Sorry, they took Justin Herbert there. Yeah, that guy. Oops. Okay, but even though they're not going to have that same level of talent, they're going to get the same weapon, and or not same weapon. Uh, they're going to get an equal threat on the offense. Give me Justin Jefferson right here. Yep.
1: Yep. That's the right pick. Yep.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, what more can you say about Justin Jefferson? Dude broke all kinds of records, only to have them be broken the very next year. I get that. But Justin Jefferson is a top five wide receiver in the league right now. Ooh, we Shit. talked about this not too long ago. I, I mean, he legitimately is a top five weapon. The guy can run routes. The guy can get open and make Kirk Cousins look good. Or Kirk makes him look
1: good, whichever one it is. You better stop it. (laughs) It's a good pick. It's a good pick. He had to go next. That was sixth overall to the Chargers. Now seventh overall to Carolina. They originally took Derek Brown. That's what I was talking about. Um, They're going to get a weapon as well, too. They're going to get CeeDee Lamb over there. I think CeeDee Lamb is... He's the second-best receiver out of this class, for sure. But since coming into Dallas, he's completely changed that offense up. They decided to run their offense through C.D. Lamb instead of Amari Cooper this last offseason. They're all in on him. I'm all in on him. I think he makes Dak Prescott look a lot better out there, even, maybe. C.D. Lamb, he's he's going seventh overall to Carolina right now. Just did it. Boom. Wow
0: i'm um I'm a little shocked on that. I think that might be a little bit of an overpay, uh mm. especially like considering everything else that we still have available on this board.
1: Oh, I think shit. he's the next best weapon in here i I don't want to draft a couple of these positions too high uh eh, there, there's two different I got a couple guys on my radar still here. A couple all right guys.
0: All right, I'm now on the Arizona Cardinals. And I think the right play is going Antoine Winfield Jr. right here. Mm, okay. They are. They have a declining... Or was Patrick Peterson still here at this time?
1: Uh, um, did he leave
0: after the end of this This
1: season? is the year he left. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, so get a fucking stud. Get a dude to help that secondary. And I realize it's not exactly the same position and all that. But, dude, Winfield was... Pivotal in that defense, even on uh, even on a stack defense for the fucking uh Buccaneers in their Super Bowl championship year. He's gonna have a job for a long time. He he's been he's he's great out there. For yeah. Sure. I think
1: I think that's the right call, and I feel pretty good on that. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Wait till you hear this next one. Jacksonville Jaguars. They took CJ Henderson originally. Ooh. Uh cart. Cardinals did take Isaiah Simmons. I don't know if we said that. We uh, did not. So CJ Henderson was the original pick for the Jaguars. They're sticking at corner. They're getting Trayvon Diggs instead. Dude's a crazy playmaker. We all know he gets burnt from time to time, but shit. There's not, maybe not a better ball hawk in the NFL right now. He It was Trayvon Diggs. Did he play? Did he get an interception? Yes. The answer was both every time. You just wanted to say that, didn't you? I mean, it was kind of a big part of our meme game. It was kind of a big part. Big part Trayvon of our Diggs. meme game. Blah, blah, blah. Ninth overall to Jacksonville.
0: All right. Now it is my turn. We're back at the Browns. We're not back at. We, we're bringing, back the, bringing up the Browns again. Motherfucker Can't talk for shit today. All right. I, I think this is a good. Wills. Yeah. I, and I think this is going to be a good spot for Derek Brown to get drafted at. I Ooh. I think we're gonna stack up that defensive line. And uh I, I think I think they're gonna feel pretty happy about that. I, I would feel pretty good. And making that that defensive line even more uh shore it up even more. Man, look what Derek Brown did for um what's it called? What the what, what team did he get drafted by? God damn it. Panthers. I'm drunk panthers look at what he's done for the panthers so far i think helping them out and making that uh defense or uh, that defense in cleveland even better is just the right call
1: derrick brown was a beast at auburn was an absolute beast quick Uh, review
0: after these last five uh jefferson lamb winfield jr Diggs, and brown
1: bringing it up to pick number 11 New York Jets had this one. They originally took Makai Becton, who could probably get his name called again. That's not a bad call, dude. Not a bad choice at all for them. I still think if they had, they known, they would have went a different route and they are going to get a lockdown corner as well. They're getting AJ Terrell uh, out of Atlanta. He was a beast this last season. He figured it out. Pro football focus loved him. The NFL respected him. I think they even gave him some sort of rookie honors of some sorts. He's going to be a stud, man. He He is absolutely locked down one half of the field. On a very struggling Atlanta team, he is a lone bright spot for sure on their defense alone. And maybe on the whole team as a whole, he might even be close to their best player now at this point. Ooh, look at that. He's right there. If not, I mean, Calvin Ridley's not gonna play. Kyle Pitts is now the other one, and he was just a rookie last year. Cordell Patterson, I mean, he's good for six weeks. Like what else? What <laughs> else are we gonna do here? Shitting on Cordell Patterson. Tell me. I love what? Cordell Patterson, but he's the Kyler Murray of running backs. Uh okay. Good for the first half. Nothing after.
0: Okay, okay, okay. All right, we are now on the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, who, tough luck, they got Henry Ruggs right here. Ooh. Yikes.
1: Yikes. There and was, this was a lot of receivers in the first round of this draft yeah. class. Yeah, and
0: there's still some really good receivers oh, out yeah, there.
1: for sure. And
0: I look at this, and with what they have... I'm, you know what? I'm going to give them Jer- uh, Jeremy Chin right here. A dude Ooh. that can play uh, a couple of positions um, and has just all around been very solid in the NFL. I, I okay. think, I think Jeremy Chin, you know, the idea that he can play either safety or linebacker uh, can really flex that Raider defense a little bit. And, you, you know, we couldn't really go, uh, like lower, you know, doing a like a down linebacker or something like that because they got Max Crosby the year before and that dude was a monster. So,
1: uh, I'm going to go with Jeremy Chin. This draft class is stacked, man. It's absolutely stacked. Like Chin's obviously a stud. He's maybe a little underrated across the league. Maybe. I think that I can't, I mean, I'm not mad at the pick. Like, I just didn't think to go that high with him even. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, he's very, he's very good player. Uh, 13 now to Tampa Bay. Don't take my guy.
0: Don't take my guy. I'm ready.
1: He's gone way too far down the board. And I'm taking Jonathan Taylor to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, yeah, they got Leonard Fournette, but if they knew Jonathan Taylor was going to be a stud like that, could you imagine their offense? I mean, geez, dude. Jonathan Taylor in Tampa playing with Tom Brady? Fucker. Dude,
0: I wanted him so bad for the Bucs right at, at that next pick. Tell me the Bucs with Jonathan Taylor isn't. Terrifying. I have the Bucs.
1: That's what I'm doing right now. Oh, sorry,
0: sorry. I'm at the Niners. God damn it. I but, one but, off. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm uh, talking about. The Niners with, with Jonathan Taylor is a fucking mo- like madhouse monster right there. Jimmy Garoppolo would be
1: handing the ball off to him. So nice, dude. Either him or, or? Trey Lance. They- no, 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 no. Not Jimmy Garoppolo. Who would they be handing
0: it off to? Or throwing to, rather? Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, dog.
1: Okay, okay. Tell me that's not a fucking.
0: I drafted four. eight
1: Debo. I drafted like third overall last draft, or yeah, you were, shit you were fourth overall. Well shit, I love Debo Samuel. Don't, don't sleep. Next up, fourteenth, San Francisco.
0: Yeah. yeah, we are on San Francisco. They need line help, and I think this is a better position for Andrew Thomas to get drafted. Um, Andrew Thomas has been pretty stout over in New York, even though. I'm sure many of us have forgotten about him. Uh, but that's that's what you're supposed to do when you're a lineman, right? If you don't know the lineman's name, that means they're good. So I, I think giving them that extra help, because fuck, that the line has been decimated, or rather the whole team has been decimated year to year in some way, shape, or form. So giving them that extra line help to protect uh, Jimmy G is probably the right move.
1: I agree. I agree. Get some help over there for San Francisco, Denver. They originally took Jerry Judy 15th overall. Uh, I'm going to keep him there. I'm going to keep Jerry Judy there. I like that selection for them a lot. Just makes sense. I think he's still a very talented wide receiver that judging off potential is going to be right up there, man. And I don't really see too many other positions of need that they would need um from the re- remaining pool of players that i have i think that's the best bet for him just stick with jerry judy
0: yeah that's that's not a bad idea jerry judy has shown a lot it's been and... a little
1: injury prone maybe but i still think he's a stud
0: yeah and and oh well, i i don't know if we can give him stud just based off of everything but look at who has thrown to him since he's played over the past two years i mean it's not it's not anything great. Now he's got Russell Wilson. Fuck. That's going to be could, his dude. Could be a game changer for him. For sure. Uh, 16. 16 now. We got the Atlanta Falcons, and I'm giving them Isaiah Simmons right here. I think uh, Isaiah Simmons is a pretty good linebacker. They need every type of help in uh, Atlanta, whether it be this year's draft or in 2020. Uh, I uh, The Falcons just have plummeted over the past couple seasons into ways that I don't think we could even imagine. Uh, They're bad. (laughs) They're so fucking bad.
1: They need everything.
0: Uh, Yeah. So a quick re review, Uh, AJ Terrell at 11, Jeremy Chin at 12, Jonathan Taylor at 13, Andrew Thomas, 14, Jerry Judy at 15, Atlanta Falcons take Isaiah Simmons.
1: Dallas Cowboys are now up with the 17th overall pick. They originally took CD lamb. Great value for that pick. I think for them, shout out to Jerry on that draft. Um, <laughs> We're doing, we're doing Jerry Jones shout outs now. Jesus Christ. Well, you know, he's senile, so you never know what he's going to do when he's drafting, but he hit the nose right on the head on that one. I will give him credit for that. Uh, sorry, Jerry, if you ever want to come on the pod, you definitely can. So, um, now looking at it, uh, I don't know what to give him here. I, um, for some reason, the name that sticks out to me that feels like it would be really good in Dallas is Patrick queen. Now, Patrick queen, I'll take him here. He had a great rookie year, phenomenal rookie year. Last year was definitely a step back. I get it, but I don't, I think he's too talented to not be a solid player in this league still. And I believe in Patrick queen that Baltimore Ravens defense was decimated last year. Everyone was hurt in their mom on that team. It was ugly to say the least, get him some help around them. If he was playing in that Dallas defense system with the edge rusher edge rusher help that he has from Parsons and DeMarcus Lawrence, he would be swarming in easily there. I think they'd be a lot happier with him than they were with picking Leighton Vander Esch. I I would take Patrick queen here.
2: Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's not, that's not a bad call. Uh, Patrick queen has shown glimpses, many a glimpses in fact, and uh, hopefully he can kind of find his form again because man, I like him. I like Patrick queen. He's, when he's playing good, he's very fun to
1: watch. Phenomenal rookie season. Phenomenal rookie season. I wanted the Packers to take him, but they didn't. They took someone else this draft. So, yeah, that they did. We'll get Ooh. there. Who will get there? He might, we'll maybe he get gets there. drafted? Oh, in the seventh <laughs> round of the smock draft. Stop it.
0: Uh, just fun facts. I'm quickly going through uh, like the names, of, like the, the team names, so I can. Uh, you know, prepare for the future. This mock draft that I have has the Packers taking Henry Ruggs the third. Oof.
2: Also, rough. also
0: a rough pick. Would have been a terrible <laughs> pick as well. I, Oh Jesus Christ. I, um, I mean, do you is yeah, never mind. Go ahead. Keep going. You don't draft him. You don't draft him at all, dude. Like you don't. I don't care. I if, mean, does he go higher
1: in the redraft than Jordan Love? I mean, he's probably right there.
0: Uh we're at the Dolphins at number 18. 18. And I think I'm gonna draft Tua Tagovailoa right here. Ooh. Tua has shown so much potential, dude. Look at Tua over those last six in Miami. They just go a little bit farther back to get him. I like it, Dave. I I mean, it's it's a risky move, but man. Look at what Tua has done over that this past means- season. And I, you try to tell me, I'm going to, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll save that for my hot take. I'm going to save it for my hot take. Um, Tua's Tua's got game, dude. And maybe he just kind of had to shake off the cobwebs of his injuries. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Tua's got some gnarly injuries, uh, leg ones especially. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's a lot. And uh, I think... Miami is feeling pretty good about their future with the way that he played over those last seven wins, eight wins, right?
1: I think they'd be a lot happier getting him at that 18th pick rather than that 15th pick. I can agree with that very much. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I mean, I I don't hate that. It's not too crazy of a of a move, but um, yeah, I think I think Tua is still the guy, the guy for them.
1: All right, now we're going to get into the 19th pick. The Las Vegas Raiders originally took a different guy that is already off the team, Damon Tough. Arnett. Tough. Uh, now, this just prompts me to a nice figure real quick that I'm going to bring up and take out. This can be our halftime of the break uh, to this draft because I wanted to I, – I have this, actually. NFL teams with the most arrests since 2000. <laughs> right here and i (laughs) will i wanted to know if you had a guess at the teams in the top five because i think it might surprise you uh i'll I'll tell you right now the least amount is the houston texans shout out to you guys you've also weren't around in 2001 two or three or whatever it was um I I was dying. Sorry. Oh, my God. Um, But yeah, the lowest is the Houston Texans. That's the only hint you're going to get. I don't think you're going to get probably any of these top five teams. Maybe one of them.
0: Okay. uh, Number. Let's go
1: with. uh, Let's go with the Steelers. They are 15th on this list. Okay. 30. They're actually tied for 13th. Sorry. Because uh, the Saints also have 30 all the way up to that. They're tied with the Ravens and the 49ers, who as well have 30.
0: Okay, okay. Uh give me, give me the Cardinals.
1: The Cardinals are 17th with Ooh, 28. Fuck. I knew they've been around forever. It's the oldest team in the
0: league. Um, or oldest NFL or yeah, oldest football team in the in America. So makes sense. Um Give me the Packers. They've been around for a while. They had some some gnarly characters back in the day. Well, it's since 2000. Oh, since 2000. Oh, yeah. well, shit. I, I was going uh, all together. I didn't hear that. No, that's since my 2000. bad. Sorry. Oh, OK, 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 OK. That that would have changed up my. Did uh, you want me to C tell you bit.
1: the number? Did you want me to tell you the number?
0: The number what? Oh, like number how, of how many people got arrested? No, no, I'm good. Save that. Uh, OK, give me Redskins
1: uh the commanders geez i know uh, we're going since 2000 here uh they are 21st with only Shit! 26 okay yeah, now, I, now i feel weird back. yeah, yeah that's not good for me um the raiders uh they are 22nd with
0: what <laughs> fuck me i got one more pick uh okay the Bengals. They are third with 50. Yes! Okay, okay. Give me me
1: one. I'll take that. I'll take that. Team (laughs) with the most arrests since the year 2000, the Minnesota Vikings. 55 players have been arrested for the Minnesota Vikings. My first two picks, though, I
0: I was considering of all time. So that's that's one reason why
1: I, I took the Packers and the Cardinals. Vikings, Broncos, Bengals, Chiefs, Browns are the top five, with Jaguars, Titans, Buccaneers, Colts, Seahawks rounding out the top ten. 16 teams have 30 or more since then. Uh, 28 of the NFL teams average at least one a year. 22 or more since then fun facts <laughs> just saying that kind of like stood out to me i was like holy shit like just about like you walk in the season and you're like oh one of you's gonna get arrested this year is that what they think kind of when they're talking about pr or something like that yeah i guess like, holy shit 19 oh my God. though the raiders took damon arnett that was a tough one for him tough one for him this time, they come around. They're getting a different wide receiver. They're getting T. Higgins, all right? T. Higgins was a beast for Joe Burrow this last year. He was the first pick of the second round. Some thought he was going to make it to the first round. In a stacked receiver class, he falls to the second round. Any other year, he probably gets picked in the first round. That That's a good pick. Now,
0: how are we predicting this? Um, are we predicting it in the sense of... Like, because I got the Jaguars going up, right? Are Mm -hmm. we taking the idea of, like, what they draft in future drafts
1: uh, into account? I think anything after doesn't count right now. Okay. You got to pretend that that hasn't happened yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair. So then for the Jaguars, I'm taking Jalen Hurts.
2: Ooh. Oh.
0: Hurts, don't it?
1: Yikes.
0: L- look, um, you can't tell me Jalen Hurts wasn't doing shit, and the Jaguars need a fucking quarterback. It's not Blake Bortles, dude.
1: I get it. I get it. They should have just moved up for Daniel Jones the year before if they wanted to do that. I mean, yeah. holy shit. I know. Look, I, I understand
0: the trepidation, but based off of last season, dude, Jalen Hurts is is a stud. Almost. Ooh. Okay, maybe that's stud. Uh, but he's a bolt. <laughs> he's, a, <laughs> like, he's a. He's,
1: he's a secures. gamer. He's a gamer. Sure. He, he's, he's ready he's, to go he's, out there. He is all Madden, dude. He is. He's all gonna Madden. try his best. That's what he's gonna do. Oh, he's that's gonna, that's tough, dude. That he's tough. gonna fight for you. All right. That's he's got your back out there. Philadelphia major, Eagles. Th- major disservice. They took Jalen Rager here originally. They wanted a wide receiver. I'll give him a new one. Michael Pittman Jr. has been a stud in Indianapolis with Philip Rivers and Carson Wentz throwing to him. Wait until he gets. Oh wait, Matt Ryan throwing to him. I'm sure he's gonna be just as good because he's done this with mediocre quarterbacks already. I'm shocked. I like
0: Michael. That is that to me is a bit is an overpick. Uh-huh. Uh, Cause especially oh. when you consider the wide receivers that you still have out there,
1: there's um, one other name I really like out there, but I like Michael Pittman a lot. I, I mean, let me, he, I'm pretty sure he was over a thousand yards last season. Might've been close to the 10 touchdown mark too. Um, let me just look sure. it up real quick. Go ahead. Talk about how much uh, you hate so, Michael Pittman while I look up his stats. No, oh. no,
0: but a quick review. Uh, so we were, we stopped at the Falcons at 16. So the Cowboys are now taking Patrick queen, then followed by Tua again, T Higgins, Jalen Hurts, Michael Pittman Jr. for the Eagles.
1: Eighty-eight catches, one thousand eighty-two yards, six touchdowns last year. Yeah, sure. Pretty solid. Played every game too. So uh, look, I, I didn't say it was a out bad. Him. I didn't say it was a bad pick, but I, I just think there's more. I love, I love the dispute. I just, I just wanted to bring some some numbers my way as well. All right, so now I got the Vikings. Minnesota.
0: And I am giving them a wide receiver as well. Mm. And I think out of the potential that are left, I like Brandon Ayuk
1: the most right here. Ooh. I, got, I, I like it, but I, I have him second on my receivers remaining right now. Sure.
0: And I, can, I think I know the other one. Question is, are you going to let him slide? uh so that way i can get him to the packers later on <laughs>
1: <laughs> i i don't know if he's going to make it that far i don't know i don't think he is either <laughs> where did you just go 22 the minnesota they originally took justin jefferson but they end up with uh who was it i just forgot what we were talking about again uh brandon ayuk brandon ayuk I liked him a lot out of ASU. He did sneak into the first round, I think, too, near the end of it, right? Yeah, San Francisco took him. And he's a beast, man. He's an, he's an absolute weapon. It's just kind of hard. They got Debo over there right now kind of shining over him as well. 23rd now, the Los Angeles Targer, Chargers originally took Kenneth Murray. Um, solid, solid. Not blowing you out of your socks or anything like that. I'm going to, oh, God, what do I give them? The Chargers. The guys that are the best guys. I just don't think they would fit very well for them. Like, do I give them Josiah DeGuara or something? I don't even know. Like, You're, they... t- you're an ass if you give them <laughs> Josiah DeGuara. Holy fuck.
0: Um, now, There is a very good, there's a couple of very good defensive players out there right now.
1: I am. Yeah, I got to go back up, I think, to see that. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was going too far down. All right. This is where I'm going to draft C.J. Henderson then. Uh, All right. Out of Florida. He would fit pretty well in L.A., I think. He's been solid in Jacksonville, um, but the team's just dog water. So there's not really much you can do. He gets outshined a little bit from that serviceable i think he was drafted a little bit too high at nine i think this spot works out a lot better for him
0: all right uh you missed a big uh, a better cornerback i should say big um and i'm gonna take it with the saints who originally took Cesar ruiz here who's also not a bad pickup in his own right but i'm gonna give them jalen johnson Jalen Johnson's a fucking stud for the Bears, dude. And I realize he got his ass burned by Devontae Adams, but really, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Johnson is still a uh, the only bright spot outside of maybe old-ass Robert Quinn on that Bears defense right Roquan. now. Roquan. Roquan. Roquan gets hurt. He gets hurt too often. I'm like, yeah, you want to give him a bright spot, but uh, I'm not giving it to Roquan
1: Smith. San Francisco 49ers originally got Brandon Ayuk. He's already gone. I'll hook him up with a different receiver. I like this guy a lot. Darnell Mooney right here. Oh,
2: shit.
1: Darnell Mooney is money spelt with two O's. Okay, man. This guy is a stud in Chicago. You saw what he was doing.
0: I was not prepared.
1: And with. Justin Fields last year, Darno Mooney, trash team he's been on, trash offense. I promise you, you ask any Chicago fan and they'll know for sure what I'm talking about. But I am on the Darno Mooney hype train. He is going to be like the next Larry Fitzgerald-esque type player, Terry McLaurin-esque player. Get him off that team.
0: I am shocked. That is not who I thought you were going to take. I think there are. I know who the other
1: I know who the other receiver you think is, and I'm not taking him.
0: Uh, I don't think you know who the other receiver is. I think I do know. I am taking him right now for the Packers. It's LaVishka Chenault.
1: Oh, that's just not even. That's terrible pick. Why is that a terrible pick? LaVishka Chenault is a great wide
0: receiver. What? Stuck in a in a terrible oh. Jacksonville team. I'd rather what? have Jordan Love at this point. Man. You're dumb. Stop. Oh. Lavisca Chenault is a much better player than you are giving him credit for. And I know the the wide receiver you are thinking of, who I'm sure you're gonna take. Honestly, you could probably take him next because it's the fucking to. it's the the Seahawks. Man, they need all the type of help they they can get, but. The Packers need wide receiver help. Laviska Chenault is a dude that can break open. He's a dude that can get some yards after the catch, and he's a dude that can do it consistently. Outside of the other guy, who yeah did it for about five games and then fell off hard. And that's, honestly, that's true. That's he true. did not. He didn't do it this year at all.
1: I I agree that he did have um the other guy is a little inconsistent, but I think I'd rather have his production than LaVisca Chenault's right now. What's up? Maybe what's, what LaVisca is, Chenault. Maybe, maybe I, I don't like him. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be good in your favor. I'll look it up right now. I have it. Chenault
0: versus, uh, you know, no, no. save, it. I, I'll, save I'll, it. I'll
1: look it up right here. I'm looking up LaVisca Chenault's stuff. All right. I'll Vizca look up the Chenault. other dude. Cause I already know exactly who you're thinking of. LaVisca Chenault didn't have a touchdown last year. Yeah, I realized that 600 yards. Um, he ran the ball 11 times. He's got five touchdowns his rookie year. He's targeted 100 times and he only caught 63 passes.
0: I said what I said, and I'm sticking to it. Last year, for the other guy, uh, 860 and two touchdowns. So not looking
1: all that much better tip for tat whatever you want there this is a great spot for seattle to get some line help with makai beckton still on the board here um they couldn't protect russell wilson while he was there they're trying to make a last-ditch effort in this redraft they get a left tackle the future makai beckton it's been solid in new york solid
0: yeah that's not a bad pick that's not a bad pick at all um so where we had left off uh now the Eagles are taking uh sorry, Vikings are taking Brandon Ayuk, then it's CJ H- Henderson, Jalen Johnson, Darnell Mooney, LaVisca Chenault, McKay Becton, and then going forward at 28 for the Baltimore Ravens, they are taking Chase Claypool because they need some fucking receiving help so bad. Uh what I mean, does this get them a number one wide receiver, like a true number one wide wide receiver at this point?
1: uh kind I mean, of sure yeah i mean i don't love it's better Jace than Play hollywood Plus number one, oh i don't know about that necessarily but he's 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 good enough for him he'll, he'll help them enough he'll Fine, be I'll he'll be Henry an option Ruggs, then. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> they did get Devin duvernay later in this draft i don't think he's gonna go um but he is a pro bowler from this draft i think from a special team standpoint though Uh, that's, yeah, that's, he needed to go somewhere in this late round. Uh, just like I said, just absolutely stacked receiver class. This was the year for the wide receiver 29 to the Tennessee Titans. They originally took Isaiah Wilson who never played a game for them. So that was a tough look for them. This time I'm going to help them out. I'm going to give them Antonio Gibson from, washington he was kind of a breakout player this year for them and was a solid running back option i think there is a decent amount of good running backs in this class but antonio gibson uh just looking it up from i'm trying to get to it now it's taking forever on my computer uh last year you know he ran for a thousand yards in 14 games Uh, Sorry, in 16 games. He only started 14, it says, though. I understand. And then uh, ran for 800 his rookie year with 11 touchdowns on top of it. So he's been very good over there in Washington. And when Taylor Heineke isn't stealing all his spotlight from all the crazy shit he does around running around everywhere, or they're signing future Hall of Famers like Ryan Fitzpatrick in the offseason, Antonio Gibson. He's my pick. All right. All right. That's good. That's good. I'm at the
0: Dolphins at what is this? Thirty, uh, and uh, uh do, do you have what the, who they originally took?
1: I don't have that on. Noah but... Ibinogini. Oh,
0: I definitely know that name. I really do. It's Ig. It, uh, fuck it, I don't even care. Yep, its name is Noah. Uh, so for the uh, Miami Dolphins, I'm gonna take Cameron Curl, safety. Dude was a pretty good,
1: like underrated. You you have said Cameron Curl's name on this podcast before. You have said that. He was an underrated player for the,
0: uh, for that Washington team. That was, that was good. You know, granted he fell off last season. We get it, but i still have hope. And, you know, out of the available playing uh, players that are left, I would be very happy to get that level of play, at least for
1: that season. Um, and yeah, give me Cameron Curl. Solid, solid option there. This is going to round me out 31 here, huh? With Minnesota. Um, hmm. Looking around to see what is left. It It gets a little dicey. Uh, I don't want to give him a running back <laughs> because they don't need a running back. Oh, I got a great pick for him. They're getting a corner. Kansas city originally got him maybe ah, in the steal of the draft. I was Fourth trying to round, take that. Legereus Sneed. This would be a great pick for them right now. Uh, they need corner secondary help and he maybe could have even went a little bit higher in this draft. Looking back at it. Cause he was a stud this last year, actually.
0: Yeah, well, especially towards the end of the the year, right, the second half. Yeah, you've been you uh, champion the fucking Chiefs for quite some time, man, and uh, it paid off for them to, towards the end of the season. Obviously, losing to our Bengals, right? So,
1: yeah, I think I think that's a good pick. You got to round it out here with the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs,
0: uh, I want to take Xavier McKinney, but he's a safety, and they got Honey Badger at this point. Right. So I can't really take that. Uh, Cameron Curl was a seventh-round pick, by the way. Dude, and you talk about a steal of the draft. You said Legereus Sneed. Fuck me, man. I was looking, just looking around. That's that's you know pretty what? solid. Yeah, Look, the Chiefs need some O-line help, and uh, that's something that didn't really – happen going forward i think just bulking them up a little bit more can't hurt no so give me jonah jackson out of ohio state i think that's a a safe bet you know you got patrick mahomes uh they win they win a title this season oh no they came off of a title yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah give give me jonah jackson
1: i think that's a great pick wow all right, I I have one pick. If I if I knew he wasn't gonna get drafted, kinda, I uh, I would redo. That would be my twenty nine. Instead of Antonio Gibson, I thought for sure you were gonna take your boy, Donovan Peoples Jones at some. That's point, your honestly. boy, dude. Don't that's give
0: your boy. What? Just got a
1: great name. You love Donovan Peoples.
0: Bro. I would not. No, I would not take. He's not a first round talent. He's second round, though. I'll give you
1: that. This draft class is stacked, man. There's a lot of solid, solid players all throughout it right now that are already certified studs in the league. All right. Let me, um, let me quick, ru- quickly run it back. Jordan Love as well. Also
0: in this draft class. You better knock it off. Jordan Love has yet to prove anything. Bengals take Burrow. Uh, Football team takes Herbert, Lions, Chase Young, Giants, Tristan Wirth, Dolphins, Jedrick Wills, Chargers, Jefferson, Panthers, C.D. Lamb, Cards, uh, Winfield Jr., the Jags take Trayvon Diggs, Browns, Derek Brown. Whoa, I just realized that. The Jets, A.J. Terrell, Raiders, Jeremy Chin, Bucks, Jonathan Taylor, 49ers, Andrew Thomas, Broncos, Jerry Judy, Falcons, Isaiah Simmons, Cowboys, Patrick Queen, Dolphins, Tua... Raiders, T. Higgins, Jacksonville, uh, Jaguars again, get hurts. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, Eagles, Michael Pittman Jr., Vikings, Brandon Ayuk, Chargers, CJ Henderson, Saints, Jalen Johnson, 49ers, Darnell Mooney, Packers, LaVisca, Chenault Jr., Seahawks, Mekhi Beckton, Ravens, Chase Claypool, Titans, Antonio Gibson, Dolphins, Cameron Curl, Steele, Vikings, uh with Legarius Sneed. God, that that's a name. And Chiefs, Jonah Jackson. Woo! 2020, yeah. redraft. Just like that, baby.
1: Oh, that was that was a solid round. Dude, that a one's a lot that one was of- a lot easier than the last one. That one was a lot easier than the last one. Well, twenty twenty th- draft might be an all-timer by the end of this. Like, there is a lot of good players that were we that were said today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh now people that
0: have been listening to us regularly or people that are just joining us. We got the 2021 next week. And then the week after that, we're going to predict what we think for 2022. And that's mm-hmm. going to be fun, but yes. we're going to get that Alex Leatherwood pick.
1: Let's go. Can't it. You best believe. I don't even care for the brand next week. Drafted 18th overall, Alex Leatherwood's getting fucking drafted. Okay. Like there's, <laughs> There's no. I will spoil that right now. Yes! I don't give a fuck. <laughs> In the redraft, he goes at 18. He goes at 18. <laughs>
0: uh, call me Mike Mayock.
1: Wait, there don't, was don't, some...
0: don't call me Mike Mayock. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mike and John, that's what we're going to change our show to and then get canceled instantly. Let's I go.
2: I takes.
1: Hot takes. I got a hot take for you. I'm going to say this right here. Tampa Bay. Um, we didn't get to really talk about it in the news, but I'm going to take a hot take out of it. They made a mistake. They should have hired Byron Leftwich, not Todd Bowles as their head coach. Okay. Um, I love Todd Bowles. I think he got shafted in New York when he was there. He won 10 games. Didn't make the playoffs. Can't really do much about it. Man, I want Byron Leftwich out there. I think him and Tom Brady working together all the time was fun. Give him control of the whole team. Let's do it. I I think they're waiting for him to get a different job. I think that's kind of what they're holding out for. But still, I would have liked to see Byron get hired before Todd Bowles.
0: Yeah. Okay. You know what? That's not a bad take. I think it's more to retain Todd Bowles. We already know Leftwich wasn't leaving. Otherwise, he would have taken the Jacksonville job. You know what I mean? And I think Brady has too much of a finger on the offensive play calling. And that's another reason why they didn't give it to Leftwich. I don't hate the idea. Byron Leftwich deserved a job this offseason. But, you know, unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be for 2022. Maybe we'll see him back up in 2023. In fact, I can... Almost guarantee it as a secondary hot take. Um, but my primary one, I was saving it after mentioning Tua. Tua's going to be a top 10 quarterback this season.
2: Whoa.
0: Yeah. A at, at top 10 in passing yards for sure. I think Tua is going to fucking max out. And you got Mike McCoy there. McCoy? No. McDaniel, Mike McDaniel, the other one, uh, Mike McDaniel there to really help out to give him a solid fucking offensive scheme. And you're going to see Tua do some damage with the likes of Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Oh, also, and- Mike Kosicki and uh, who's the running back? They got a decent running back, too, don't they? Miles Gaskin. Gaskin. Oh, yeah, that's not a bad running back. That's probably what. Top 20, top 15,
1: top 28, maybe. Oh, for sure. stop it. Stop. Um, but that's my that was That's a hot take. That is a hot take. Um, I feel like we talk about top 10 quarterbacks all the time. Tua cracking that list seems almost impossible next season. I'm not saying it's permanent. I'm saying it's for next season.
0: He's going to look like Kyler Murray. For the first seven games,
1: I don't how know hot? How hot a... is that hot take? It's spicy, for sure, <laughs> for sure. I um, I love it. I'm here for it. I don't know if I agree with it, but I'm I'm here for it. It's a hot take. You're supposed to bring hot takes here. That was hot. I, All right. I also we have another story we can fit in real quick right here. I think. Uh big move regarding to Ataga almost. Oh, yeah, his yeah. receiver, his receiver friend, Devontae Parker in New England. Um, kind of odd to see an interdivision trade like that. Yeah. And uh another signing we can talk about, uh, and the ludicrous money and length it got as well is Bobby Wagner. I can't believe that he got a five-year deal. Uh, I still think he is very much a productive guy that can be on the field. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, five years my... seems like just way too long. Way he too He ain't longer. that. He ain't that no more. Get out but of Devante here. But Devontae Parker in New England, do you think this helps Mac Jones out and Bill Belichick a little bit?
0: Uh, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, he becomes the number one guy again, right?
1: Uh, Probably, maybe. I guess. But what, Al Aguilar is your number one? No. Yeah, but they run that like dual tight end bullshit that they're doing over there too. So, you know, they're trying to also, get them all the action. Also, I feel like it was an
0: overpay. So you got Devante Parker and a fifth round pick for a third round pick. Does that seem like a lot? I,
1: I wouldn't pay a third round pick for Devontae Parker. You see what the asking price is for receivers now? I mean, I shit. Oh, shit. you know what I mean? If you if you like a guy, you got to give up what you need for him. There was another big trade that actually is damn near breaking news. I mean, if you wanted to like, uh, yeah, it's uh Eagles and the Saints making a big draft day trade here. Yeah,
0: weird. It's a weird trade.
1: Eagles are sending over 16, 19, and number 194 in the sixth round. And the Saints are going to give up 18 and number 101 in the third round. They're and number 237 in the seventh round, plus 2023 first round pick and a 2024 second round pick. The Saints must be in love with some people right here in this draft because.
0: Yeah, who?
1: I I don't hear me out. Hear me out. This is two opportunities at Kenny Pickett. Well, that's fair. That's fair. You know what I mean? Now yeah, I don't hate that. A little bit. I'm I, i, I I'm assuming that one of those quarterbacks, if they're there at that spot, they are all in on taking a quarterback, and then they still get another first-round talent court player that they can draft as well.
0: Yeah, that that's actually not a bad take. I didn't think on that. I don't know why I didn't think on that,
1: but uh, that's probably fair. I think a quarterback's going one of those two that's pretty much our nfl news uh to do that are we gonna get into this mlb thing yeah let's uh let's go through it real fast
0: uh bleach report put out an article uh last week ranking the mlb team's ace entering the 2022 season Ooh, and um yeah just kind of looking through it, you know, some of them are weird, but but I think we really just want to get to the top 10. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. You know, starting off a list with Jose Quintana. I'm just not interested after that, but Uh, I will say honorable mention Madison Bumgarner's the 28th best on this list. That's kind of crazy. Follow Go down to 27. Yeah. That's also seems a little wild. I don't get into go down to
0: 26. Yeah. Mike, right.
1: Yeah. I don't think he's better than Justin Verlander. Zach Greinke, I don't think is better than Justin Verlander. It's kind of wild that that's on this list, but yeah,
0: I, I, again, you know, whatever, I guess, I guess they have a lot of faith in these guys, but sure. Go ahead and
1: talk for a little bit. Cause I have to bend over and, uh, plug in my computer. All right. So we are going into the top ten. Number 10 on here is the
0: San Francisco Giants, Logan Webb. Uh, And he looked fucking phenomenal last year in 28 games started. uh, He had 158 Ks and had a 3.03 ERA. I mean, that's, that's what you want. If you, if you can't, can't get much better than that. Uh, Only gave up nine home runs as well. The dude's just efficient. And you know, there's a reason why that Giants team looks so good during the regular season. And Logan Webb was a big part of that. Is he even their ace? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, are that, you putting Rodon big... below him? Well, I'm just. I this got made. I guess. Uh, maybe not. Uh, I don't know, whatever.
1: I thought Rodon was already signed, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: At this point, March 30th, so he might have already been signed. Oh, that's He's a good definitely question. Definitely already signed. All right, number nine is Sandy Alcantara out of the Miami Marlins. Uh, Again, dude was a a fucking strikeout machine, 201 uh, in 33 games started, 319 ERA. But honestly, you could blame that on the fucking fact that you play for the Marlins and they suck ass. Uh, But yeah, Sandy Alcantara at number nine, you
1: taking that over uh, Logan Webb? I think so, and I think when you factor in the potential factor, um, you're a lot more high on Cantara, Alcantara as well, too, because he, he does look like a beast out there. He's so long and lanky. He throws super hard, like near 100-mile-an-hour fastball. He, he's a beast for Miami, and they got a whole great young pitching staff in Miami. It's just young. That's the key word to it. They They really... They shocked young the world during day. they they shocked the world during that COVID year making the playoffs. Um, and then they came back down to reality a little bit last year. Oh, but gravity. I do think that Alcantara is a step above Logan Webb because of the mix he brings to when he pitches as well. Too. All right, Webb's, a, Webb's a pretty changeup dominant, throwing a lot of junk at you. Okay. Number eight is Max Freed out of Atlanta. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Um, I actually I have to scroll back down now to see what the else what else was there because I lost my spot. I I think that Max Freed, he's again another serviceable, solid guy. You can't really hate him. Was a big part of their World Series push last year. Doesn't give up a lot of home runs. ERA just over 3 uh and that's what keeps him at 8. All right.
0: Number 7 is Lance Lynn, Chicago White Sox. Dude, Lance Lynn came out of fucking nowhere last year. Uh 2.6 ERA, 6-9 ERA. Nice. nice. Uh 28 games started and dude was a monster. 178 uh, K, uh, 76 uh, strikeouts and uh only gave up 100 uh, 180. God damn it. 18 home runs. What do you think about Lance Lynn being better than uh, the rest of
1: the team? I think he is. Um, I, I'm, I'm going back to look at his numbers on baseball reference because he was in St. Louis at first. I remember that. I just wanted to see what he was doing. I think he had a pretty good year or two in Texas, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Um you know in St. Louis in 2014 he had a year similar to this with 33 starts, 185 strikeouts, it looks like um with an ERA just under 3 again, 2.74. So a solid year out of Lance Lynn this past year and another guy who he just sticks around. He he is a stud. He was a candidate for Cy Young last year and I'm sure that with Rodon leaving, they're going to put a lot into him and he's going to only have an even better season.
0: Now, this one, I think we can both agree on is a little too high. Number six, they have Shane Bieber out of the Cleveland Guardians. And I, I realize dude was the AL Cy with a young winner in 2020, but you got to feel a little concerned with a shoulder strain, putting him out for three months and dude just... Wasn't the same, obviously. Like I said, to put him out. Uh, I would have concern putting him in at number six. Don't you? Maybe 10?
1: I actually think I like him here. Really? I I do. I think there is a name above him that is high on this list because of, um, you know, the recency bias. And. I think that Shane Bieber was solid last year. He he had a great year. He was hurt a little bit, but he still came out in 16 starts in 96 innings, struck out 134 guys. I mean, that's nuts. That's fucking insane out there. ERA was just over 3, had a 2.7 pitching war. I mean, in in, sure. half, in half a season. In half a season. I, I think still he's don't like it. Back. I think yep. he's going to bounce back. I really we'll do. have to
0: wait and see in the Cleveland you Guardians.
1: You're taking Lance Lynn and Max Freed over Shane Bieber?
0: I really like what Lance Lynn was doing last season, man. And it shows, you know, 2.69 ERA. The guy was fucking hosing dudes. Uh, you know, whatever. All right, number five. Walker Bueller for the L.A. Dodgers. I feel like this... Is low.
1: I agree. I agree. Walker, um, Walker Bueller
0: might be my number three going into this season.
1: Oof. He's right up there. If we're counting number one still, then yeah, he's probably number three. Um, Walker Bueller is a beast, man. I feel like he's been doing this for season after season now, and he keeps getting a little bit shadowed by. Whatever other pitcher may be there, it's been Kershaw, it's been Bauer, it's been Scherzer, whoever's been there, taking over his spotlight. I think this is the year that he does get to shine out. He is my pick for NL Cy Young this year. I was
0: thinking the same thing.
1: He is going to shine in L.A. I think that that team – I did have another hot take originally for the Dodgers, uh, which was they're going to break the all-time win record. This year as well which sits at i think like 120 games or some shit i don't know i didn't look at it but just looking at their lineup i make that prediction even though baseball is very spread out still with a lot of talent all over the place just looking at that lineup absolutely stacked but walker Buellerman, man he's
0: 33 games started 2.47 era 212 strikeouts fuck Number four, they got Garrett Cole, of the New York Yankees. Uh, I'm not there for it, but I mean, he did have impressive numbers, 243 strikeouts in 30 games with a 3.23 ERA, and I get it. It's the Yankees, and I get it. It's a Garrett Cole, but man, I don't know. The Yankees are the Yankees, and they, they looked floundering after last season or at points of last season. And I realize the lone bright spot is Garrett Cole, but you think he kind of regresses a little bit? How old is he going into the season? That's I
1: guess. think Garrett Cole probably fits better on this list at six than he does at four. Um, putting him right around where I, I would put Shane Bieber ahead of him. I really would. I think wow. if I could have him, I would choose Shane Bieber. I'm that much in on Shane Bieber.
0: Is that um, your but- recency bias pick or is it the ne- next dude? The next
1: guy. The next guy is all right. Um, I, I think that Gary Cole is better than Lance Lynn at seven. Yeah. yeah so okay. I think Gary Cole fitting in at six, five, maybe I, I like I Walker really, Bueller more than him for sure. I think, yeah,
0: I really think that Walker Bueller at five is a disservice to what Walker Bueller can do. Uh, Number three, this is the guy that you're talking about then Robbie Ray for the Seattle Mariners, formerly of Tampa Bay, right?
1: Toronto
0: Toronto sorry sorry
1: won the Cy Young last year
0: yes a- and uh I think I was saying because I said Ray uh but yes blue, uh, Toronto Blue Jays
1: had a great year had a great year 248 strikeouts 2A4 ERA was a stud I get it look at the number Remember, right there next to that hits total, it's 33 home runs he gave up last year. Guys elevate him a lot, okay? Yeah. And who knows? I I think he's got a a potential opportunity to be a one-and-done year, honestly. Um, He was not really showing this stuff beforehand. He got really good, and hey, maybe he makes me eat crow and shove it but I could very much see this guy taking a massive step back, uh, probably bigger than any name we've read so far.
0: All right. Number two, our guy, Corbin Burns, Milwaukee Brewers. What do you think about that?
1: Um, I mean, he's number one right now. That is true. He's number one right now. He's the best pitcher in baseball. I, I think so. Um. On the best pitching staff in baseball, quite possibly. Uh, Definitely top three. But I really like what Corbin Burns did last year. I would like to just say I take all the credit for his success. (laughs) uh, That was my guy at the beginning of this year. And I will be doing that again at the end of the episode because I challenged Corbin Burns last year. That was the whole thing. I said it's going to rely on his shoulders fucking went out and won a Cy Young award, so I think that was that was me. I think he might might have heard that somewhere else. <laughs> Wrap up this number one with Jacob DeGrom. I mean, we all knew it. He has to be there. Um, when he's healthy, he's the best pitcher in baseball, but he just hasn't been healthy, man, and he got hurt again, and even, where, where does Max Scherzer, who is also hurt and not going to make opening day, if Max Scherzer's on this list, where does he slot in? I like Max Scherzer more than I like Robbie Ray. I'll tell you that right now.
0: I could put Max Scherzer at five. I are, you putting, are you putting Scherzer higher than Garrett Cole?
1: I think they're the same level player.
0: Yeah, that's why I, I think said they are,
1: they are right together. I think I'm taking Walker Buehler, though, ahead of them still right now. I, I absolutely am.
0: Walker Buehler is the future right there. One of the future guys. Corbin Burns being another one. Um, but wa- Walker Buehler is legit. I mean, you could make a strong case for Walker Buehler to push past Corbin Burns. I don't agree with it, but I think you could make a strong case for it.
1: He's my, he's my NL Cy Young this year. Uh, I I, I, dude, I was
0: thinking the exact same thing.
1: I think that's a no pretty fair game for, for Walker Buehler to go out and get it.
0: All right, that's the top 10 uh, Bleacher Report aces. We want to hear what you think. Put it in the uh, comment section that don't exist.
1: Um, Shohei Otani not in there? No? Uh, in the top 10? Nah. nah. Just, you know. Another one, uh, just saying right there. Doesn't uh, pitch as much either, I guess. Uh, uh, all right. Quick hits. Quick hits time. Quick hits. We know how it is. Uh, I'm a hockey fan, and we are no longer in last place, baby. What's up? Thank you, Arizona Coyotes, for blowing chunks. Seattle Kraken, baby. We are 22-41 and six, not not ideal for sure, um, but we're up to 50 points now, so that's great. And the Coyotes have 49, so we are no longer last in the Western Conference. As well, have forty nine. So, in a matter of a day, we could be in last in the entire league. But as of right now, we are in third last, bitches. What's up? Um, (laughs) Moving on to the next one, Frank Gore is retiring a forty nine er, signing a one day deal. Third all time, most most games ever at the running back position is Frank Gore as well. So, oh, certified first ballot has to be. (laughs) Has to be. He's got more rushing yards than Barry Sanders. Get him in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Right away. Uh, We had a trade go down between your White Sox and Toronto Blue Jays. And I was watching this video on YouTube from this YouTuber called Fuzzy. Uh, He does some baseball stuff. And Zach Collins is moving over to Toronto for Reese McGuire. uh, Two MLB-ready catchers, both probably not at the point in their career where they would like to be. But I thought this was funny and was um, maybe going to be funny to make up content on because I don't think enough people know this story. Um, Reese McGuire has been suspended and in trouble with the MLB and the law before. And it was – Not disclosed in that YouTube video. He's like, if you want to go look it up, you can go look it up yourself. And I was like, well, I gotta go look it up now. Like, it's the first thing I gotta do. Um, Okay. Don't be worrying me
0: about my my fucking White Sox here.
1: No, Reese McGuire. um, He's a public masturbation arrest. And uh, okay. That like
0: he Pee Wee Hermaned
1: himself. Just a tough look, dude. Tough look. Let's hopefully he can uh, swing the twig a little better this year. Okay.
0: He's got good hand strength.
1: Yeah. It's um, really rocks it off the ball. Probably
0: a loose arm too. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Behind the dish, baby. Ah, good times. Always blocking the balls. Really knows how to swing the bat. And my last quick hit is going to be my Brewer challenge. That's what I was going to do. I need to challenge a player this year to step it up, take that next level, maybe provide for the team because lots of options. There's lots of options. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of options. Um. I think Rowdy Telez is a candidate because of first base. We need we need something there. There has been a hole at that position for a while. And maybe since, you know, Prince Fielder, you can argue. We haven't had a solid first baseman, right? Lyle Overbay. Adam Lind. Um, I think Colton Wong could be in consideration because of how much of a leader he is to the team. Maybe Freddie Peralta takes another step as a pitcher, even into a better direction. It's none of those guys, though. It's Christian motherfucking Yelich. All right. And it has to yeah. be Christian motherfucking Yelich. All right. Yeah, that's a safe bet. Because this guy, he can do everything still. I believe in him. All right. He gets on base at the same clip, pretty much, or a le- above league average clip, at least. Nonetheless, he just has no pop. He has no pop anymore. He's too. It's spiced. a back
0: injury, you know. That's that shit is tough, dude. It doesn't uh, get fixed right away. Hopefully, he can feel a lot better. Uh, I would have was expecting him or Keston, because Keston here is another dude that you can yell at.
1: I um, I I don't want I don't want I don't want Keston. Uh, he can. <laughs> I don't, he can prove me wrong. Sure. Go ahead. I congrats. You just pissed me off. He's dinging it in spring ball. Yeah. He did that also the year before as well. Hunter Renfro was also a big consideration as well. Being a new guy, set a tone. I think Hunter Renfro is going to be a nice pickup for the Brewers. I think he's smacking 35 homers this year.
0: Ooh, snap. Hot take. All right. That's uh Tom's hot takes. It's my turn. Quick. hits. That means we got to go weird. All right. Sorry. Quick hits. Uh, So we got to go weird. First up, did you hear what happened after the NCAA uh, women's basketball tournament? I did not. I
1: was watching. I don't know how I missed it.
0: So South Carolina beat UConn and um, the, the fans there were preparing to fly home and they received a message by the, from the NCAA, they, the NCAA actually called on everyone flying home to place their programs from the women's final four into their checked luggage rather than a carry on bag in accordance with TSA regulations. They also warned them not to place more than four programs in one bag because the programs themselves were made with a glossy material that would require TSA to have secondary searches that it could be hazardous or potentially terroristic,
1: like uh, material. Uh, you, you know, you can't have this stuff happen to sports like women's college basketball on top of it. Like, it well, and you know doesn't... what's the
0: worst thing? You know what's the worst thing? NCAA didn't even give a reason why, they just more or less said, hey, don't, don't put so many in there. Okay. That's, that's probably the, for the best.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> that's not, so, well, I mean, let's just pretend that, you know, Hey, we shit on Rob Manfred, but it could be run like the NCAA at the end of the day too. So.
0: All right. My next uh, quick hit, Justin Fields was at a sports convention and I should say I have a video to play or a soundbite from Jersey Jerry on Twitter uh, verified. So he's legit. He went to go and get an autograph and a picture from Justin Fields. And apparently Justin Fields was a Royal cock to him. Uh, I'm going to play it into the microphone. So that way everyone can hear.
2: Jersey Jerry here. Just left the GT sports marketing event. Um, you you want you want to talk about a crumb bum scumbum punk? You're talking about the Chicago Bears quarterback. I won't even say his name because he's that irrelevant to me. That name means nothing.
0: Disrespectful, not humble at all. Asked him for a picture. I got to roll
1: of the eyes. And sure, I guess. Um, bottom of the barrel type of guy. Um, for all you Bears fans out there, you guys should be ashamed of yourself. You really, really should to call this guy your quarterback. Just a bad,
0: bad guy all the way around. Nothing <laughs> like calling a dude a crumb bum scumbum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was I, dude. I what? had so
0: many great quick hits. I could not pass that one up.
1: Crumb bum scumbum. Isn't That's that the awesome? new that was an all-timer. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a sound in our show for some reason, for a long time.
0: That is so fucking funny.
1: Certified crumb uh, crumbum you know, scumbum.
0: Crumbum, scumbum. Can yeah, we we're gonna shirts. Have a-
1: can we tell Tony and make shirts on that? Absolutely. We could definitely yeah, get that made. I'll for sure.
0: I'll come up with a uh, with a shirt design, and I'll <laughs> we'll, we'll make it good. Yes. Uh, so my last quick hit, Eric church, the country singer, I saw this, this is wild to me and I want to, I'm not a big Eric church fan. I'm not a country music fan, but I would be fucking pissed about Eric church canceling his concert in San Antonio this past Saturday. Because the dude wanted to go and watch the Tar Heels play the Blue Devils at the final
1: four. At least they won. If they would have lost, this story would have been worse. Uh,
0: the number of people that came out on Twitter just bashing Eric Church uh, is not enough, to be honest. But there are some, some great things. So uh, Eric Church put out a post on Twitter. Listen to this and how fucking annoying he is. This Saturday, my family and I are going to stand together to cheer on the Tar Heels as the team has made it to the Final Four. As a lifelong Carolina basketball fan, I've watched Carolina and Duke battle over the years. But to have them match up in the Final Four for the first time in the history of the NCAA tournament and any sports is, is any sports enthusiast's dream. This is also the most selfish thing I've ever asked the choir to do. To give up your Saturday night plans with us? So that I could have this moment with my family and sports community.
2: Wow.
0: What a piece of shit. I'm saying that is awful. Fuck him. And on top of that, now, I I have not seen anything. But from what from based on the the headline and the news article itself, he did not refund any tickets. And if that's true, that's
1: fucked. No, he definitely is going to have to refund all those tickets.
0: He he would he had better. But honestly, like sometimes they don't have to unless you have ticket insurance. There is no way to refund.
1: He's canceling because he wants to go
0: watch a basketball game. You can cancel for any reason. Yeah, you can. Now, like I got a, I have a concert coming up. In September, I bought ticket insurance for it because I don't fucking trust it. And, you know, I paid a good amount of money for it. Eric Church is probably more expensive than what I paid for. I don't want to release it because in case my girlfriend's listening, uh, we're going together. But uh, yeah, what the fuck? And then to be like, Uh, allow me to go with my family to celebrate. It's the same type of passion felt by the people who fill the seats at our concerts. Go fuck yourself, Eric Church. (laughs) Uh,
1: This might have been an all-timer down the wire. This was pretty good. Definitely
0: for quick hits.
1: Episode 61 in the books. Um, April 4th, it's over. Just like that, we got... About a month left of remote shows, Uh, so like only four or five more episodes maybe like this. I'm not sure off that. We got a lot of big shit coming up, national championship games tonight, opening day on Thursday, NFL draft at the end of the month. We are busy, people. We are busy here at Down the Wire. Always got shit going on. If you like this episode, make sure you guys download us. It's the only way we know you guys listen. If you didn't, didn't like us, don't download, but still listen. Or if you really like this, download us five times. Why don't you do that? Uh, you can do that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeart, Podbean, wherever you get your podcast. doesn't matter. If you don't want to download us, it's all right. You can always check us out online at thechairshot.com
0: some dumb drum thumb drum come from a bum scum crumb bum peace
2: every time we do it y'all we do it with fire sports podcast down the wire every time we Fire! and the hall of fame our favorite go from justin herbert to lebron james the official show where back backed up quarterbacks get their fame when it comes to info we ain't got no shortage we love the brewers and bucks word to bobby portis you know we got all the facts yeah we the man everybody say it with me i'm a hockey fan the best podcast let's say it again down the wire baby yes right to the end fire sports podcast